Hello and welcome to the video. My name is Mark and in the video today, I'm going to be updating everyone on the series that we started about 10 months ago on essentially building portfolios from scratch. And I'm gonna be going through the portfolio holdings today, some of the thought behind what we've done. Uh, we are partnered with Passive and I'd like to thank Passive for sponsoring the video today. When we review the Equestrade portfolio that we have as part of our series, I will be using Passive and showing you how we use that here at the Academy and the powerful features that this program does have. When we last reviewed the portfolios, the value was $61,245. As of today, we're at $61,450. So it looks like we may have made a little bit of money during these turbulent times, but the reality is we haven't. So if you're not familiar with the series, every month we add $2,000 to the portfolio. So um, like most of the market, uh, the last uh, month has not been good to us. And so we are down and we're in a negative position during that time period. We're gonna be going over that in a little bit more detail in just a couple of seconds here. First though, as is somewhat customary on this series here, I would like to address a couple of comments or questions that we received uh, following the last video to try and help paint a picture or help put everything in perspective. And the two questions that I highlighted here, first one is from MRD. Here she says, 8% annually, just invest in an index fund, better return and less need to research. And to address this comment specifically, absolutely. If you are wanting to build a portfolio of ETFs, this probably wouldn't be the series for you. The whole point of this series is for those people who are interested. And there are a lot of people interested in managing either all or a portion of their own investments uh, with individual securities, fixed income products, that type of thing. This is what the whole series is designed for, is to do that. Now, that also leads me to the second question, which comes from Matt Cap, And Matt says, why would you have a Wealthsimple account and a Questrade account? And the thought process when we started this about 10 months ago was the Wealthsimple account is more of a balanced mandate. So more of a conservative mandate for those people who that would be a more suitable portfolio. The Questrade account is geared to be more aggressive. So, uh, higher risk, higher reward type holdings. And you'll see as we go through those here in just a moment. So to answer that question, uh, we wanted to have, although we are looking at it from an overall umbrella, we wanted to have two specific portfolios. And what we do from time to time is highlight the differences. And, and a big part of managing a portfolio properly is understanding in various market conditions, how things go. And so that's the, the, the main deal, the main reason that we have uh, these two separate portfolios, the well simple being more of a balanced portfolio and the quest trade being more of an aggressive portfolio. So I hope that answers your question there. Let's start with the Wealth Simple portfolio. And as you can see, the current balance is about $31,500. And if we scroll down through the various holdings, of the 19 total holdings, the largest positions are Clorox, Royal Bank, TD Bank, and CNR. And according to the more balanced mandate, you can see these are all sort of blue chip type companies we have in there. From a gainer's perspective, we can see we have CNR with 29% gain. That's our largest gainer so far. Enbridge up 22, almost 23%. Toronto Dominion Bank, I'll scroll down here to the bottom. We'll see a gain of about 22.5%. British Tobacco, 19% in a positive position. Coca-Cola with a gain of 16.32% since we bought it. And finally on this list, BCE up about 14.5%. Since our last update, we have made a few trades. We've made a few buys in this portfolio. And the uh, we've dollar cost averaged on a couple of the positions that we have in uh, Unilever and in Clorox. And we added a new position as well, Restaurant Brands International, which is QSR and the ticker. So let's have a look at those right now, starting with Clorox. And Clorox is a position that we owned some time ago. And as I mentioned, it has declined in value. So what we have done three times since the last update on February 10th, February 28th, 
and March 22nd. And you can see on this chart here, the various times that we bought them. The idea here, of course, in any portfolio, if you have positions that you do own, you want to hold for the long term. And as you're building up the portfolio, uh, we fully believe in this dollar cost averaging strategy, uh, lowering the average cost base. And in this case, because we bought a company that did decline in value that we still have a long-term conviction on, uh, you can see on these price points here, we've, we've been adding as time goes by and uh, you know we uh, we don't know when the turn will come. It looks to, to be a, perhaps a little bit of a bump up here recently. But in the big scheme of things, we're just trying to take advantage of the dips and increase our, our overall position. Much along the same veins, we did add to our position in Unilever twice. First of all, back on February the 17th, and then again on March 22nd, exact same concepts on that. Good solid company, good dividend, company we wanna hold for the long term. So with these market declines, uh, we've been taking advantage of that adding to those positions. And thirdly, QSR, Restaurant Brands International. We took an opening position back on March 10th, again, capitalizing on a recent dip. Quick look at Quest Trade Portfolio on its site before we go over to look at passive in uh, considerably more detail. When we look at the portfolio right now, we have 14 holdings altogether. The largest positions are Lockheed Martin, Google, Apple, and Tencent. So you can see right out of the gate, the types of holdings that we have here, the types of the largest holdings are quite a contrast to what we have in the Wealth Simple, where this is a much more aggressively positioned portfolio by mandate um, compared to the more balanced portfolio. When we look at the biggest winners and losers, by far the biggest declines we've seen so far, Facebook down about 20%, Disney down about 18%, Tencent and Alibaba, of course, still in a negative position. And for those of you who are new to the series, back in November of 2021, we already owned these positions. We owned uh, Alibaba, we owned Tencent in the portfolio. They had declined even more than they have so recently. And I'll show you here, back in November, each of them were down in the 20% range. We actually sold our positions there. We're out of the market for 30 days plus, uh, and we did that for tax harvesting or tax loss purposes. So the goal at the time was to sell those in those losing positions, uh, crystallize those losses that we'll be able to use to offset future gains going forward. And we did purchase those positions back um, more recently in the year. So for full context, those are the, definitely the biggest laggards in our portfolios. Now, from a gains perspective, the largest gain we've had so far is with Apple, up about 36.5%, Google up 22%, Lockheed Martin 21%, Pfizer just over 33%, and TD Bank up about 22%. Since our last update, we did add shares of Meta. That's the only addition that we've made to the portfolio since that time. When we look at a recent chart, we will see a significant decline back in about February. And despite the controversy that surrounds Meta, we are comfortable that for this aggressive uh, strategy, for this aggressive mandate, we are comfortable taking uh, those extra shares in that platform. And uh, you know, we'll just see uh, where the market takes us, but we have confidence that the company will uh, go through this rough patch and turn out to be a profitable trade at the end of the day. I would like to shift over to the passive platform and use it to analyze and have a look at this Quest Trade portfolio that I was speaking about and see some of the very powerful features that this platform has. And let's just start off on their dashboard. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Passive, let's start by having a quick look at their pricing plans. And they do have two different levels. They have their community user, which is entirely free, and it gives you access to many of the features that the platform itself offers. They also have for $99 a year, an elite member. But I will also point out very importantly, if you are a Quest Trade account, they do have an alliance with Quest Trade. So you do get the elite members for free if you are a Quest Trade account holder as well. When we look at how we use it for this portfolio, 
on the dashboard, which is customizable. We'll just show you how we've got it set up for us. It's basically a, an at a glance where you look at contributions over the last 12 months and you can see that we've put in $30,000 into the plan. That was a $20,000 initial contribution and then $1,000 a month since then. It shows you your total holdings as of today, $29,955. We have this linked up to our corporate margin account, which is what we use for this series. And if we click on the view button, we're gonna go into much more detail here. First, a snapshot. The accuracy feature is something that we love. What it does is you set the targets that you want for your portfolio and it will keep you track. It will highlight how accurately aligned you are to those portfolios. And that's how we can use it to make sure that we're on the right path. It also gives you a couple of other pieces of information. It'll give you the cash balances right now. And it also give you the total value of the account. The next section below this is for the trade section. I'm gonna get back to this in just a few more minutes. But first of all, let's go down to the model portfolio. And this is a feature that we just love. At a glance, it will list, in this case, alphabetically your holdings. This is where it will show you all the holdings in your portfolio and you can compare your target allocation to your actual allocation. And this is done graphically. You can see the green line, which is your actual holdings and the blue bar, which is what your target allocation is. So in this case with Apple, we're pretty much on our target. When we look at Alphabet, for an example here, we will see our target is 10%, but we have a, almost a 12% weighting in the holding at this time. And as we scroll down the portfolio here, we can quickly, at a glance, compare each of the holdings in our portfolio and see where we are according to our goals. When we go back up to the top of the page and click on the corporate margin option, Again, we will have a listing of all the holdings in the portfolio, but this is where we use it to quickly sort. For example, you can look here under the value. You will quickly be able to see your largest holdings sorted by value. Smallest holdings, just flip that back up. J&J, &J, our smallest, Suncor, etc. And then from a profit and loss perspective, again, click on that. That will show you, as I mentioned earlier, Tencent, Walt Disney, Meta. These are our worst performing companies in the portfolio. You can flip it back up to see your top performing assets. We use this all the time to look for buying opportunities and logically, if a company has declined in value, as we see here, that's something that points us toward taking a deeper dive to see whether we should be adding additional shares of that company, assuming all else remains strong with the company itself. When we flip over to the reporting tab, this will show you a number of other things on a dashboard that are very easy to spot. For example, contributions and withdrawals. It will show you what you've contributed or withdrawn from the portfolio. You can select different time periods. One year I've got here, you can go to year to date, you can go all time, or you can set a custom time period as well, whatever works best for you. A feature that we absolutely love and any dividend investor would have to love this, on a month by month basis, what dividends your portfolio is collecting. So literally, if you hover your mouse over that column, it will show you, for example, in January, we had a total of $32 collected in dividend, 13 from TD, 18 from CHB. If we look at February, we will see a total of $17. And most recently in March, we will see the companies that have paid dividends into that portfolio for a total of $56. Looking at the activity tab, it will show you all of the transactions for whatever time frame you select that have occurred in the portfolio, whether it's dividends, whether it's buys, whether it's contributions, sells, etc. Now, by far the most valuable feature of this platform is the simplicity in which you can rebalance your portfolio. Back on the overview page, this tells you where, if you want to rebalance your portfolio to your targets, what trades actually need to be made. In this case, it is saying, as we saw earlier, we're underweight in meta platforms, we're underweight in Tencent, we're underweight in TD Bank. So if you literally wanted to make these trades, it will do the calculations for you. It'll tell you how many units, the price that you would be paying, and you could literally preview orders. Now we'll click that here. Now, because I'm filming this on a weekend, it shows that the markets are closed. 
However, if it was during live trading time, that would simply queue up the orders for you. Now, in this case, we have this set up just to buy securities. However, you do have the option under the portfolio settings to add sell to rebalance as well. If you click on this and we go back to the overview, we're going now to a much deeper level of portfolio management. And we can see here, it's suggesting that if we wanted to get back to our original balance, to our target allocations, we would need to trim two units of Lockheed Martin. We would need to trim two units of Suncor. You can see the level of detail it takes us down here to fully rebalance to our portfolio target allocations. To put into context how powerful this tool is, when I was working as a professional, as a portfolio manager in the industry, we used software similar to this that actually helped us manage our clients' portfolios and, and make the rebalancing trades and do these calculations. And to have this available to us, to the non-professionals, especially in a free platform like this, um, I, I just can't overemphasize how valuable this is, whether it's just keeping track of your portfolio in the first place, looking at the overweights, looking at the underweights, or ultimately going and making those rebalancing trades. Uh, there is just a ton of value there that I would encourage you to have a look. If you're not familiar with Passive, um, maybe give them a try. That is an update as to where we're at in our portfolio series. And we're closing in on the one-year number. And that's always sort of a, a milestone when you get a you know the annual amount. So uh, we're looking forward to uh, our review in May, but we'll probably do one as well in April just to keep you up to date with what's happening there. But it's been, uh, it's been fun creating this portfolio. We hope you're getting value from it. Um, as always, if you have questions about the portfolio, if you have questions about the strategies, feel free to leave a comment in the section below. And we always read those and we try and incorporate uh, one or two or three of those into every review that we do. A couple of important links in the description below. Number one is for Passive and thank you to Passive for uh, affiliating with us, for sponsoring this video. We really appreciate that. And secondly, to uh, our link for our Investing Academy where you can learn a lot more about what we do um, at that academy. I thank you very much for watching the video. I look forward to seeing you in the next video.